0: Dot com, HackerOne.com.
1: This is InvestTalk, independent thinking, shared success. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley stand ready to take your finance and investment questions and share their unbiased answers. InvestTalk is made possible by KPP Financial, a registered investment advisor firm serving clients throughout the United States. The clarity for your path forward starts now. Here is KPP Financial President, Financial Advisor, Steve Peasley.
2: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. You know what day it is? It is May 5th, 2023, Thursday. It's not, it's, It is May 4th. Now, someone typed up May 5th on my uh, screen. I don't know who might have done that. But it's May 4th. 2023. Now, of course, you can't look back, and the stock market's always looking forward, and, you know, the Fed raised the rates at a quarter point yesterday, and the market didn't like it too much today, and it fell. Um, Yesterday, the market fell. Uh, I think the Dow is, like, a little down for the year so far. Remember, we had that month or so that, you know, all the indexes rose, but then they've given most of all that back, Market is still in a bear market, everybody. It's still going to be in a bear market for a while. I, I think, and I've said this many times, by the end of the year, we may be working our way out of it. But that's months away. So we got to deal with what we're doing now. The, the geopolitical variables, the economic variables, which are always dynamic and things we have to pay attention to all the time. So that's just the way it works. And, I, and if you love it like I do, you really enjoy it, it. It's a challenge, but it's enjoyable challenge for me. So I hope it's enjoyable challenge for you listening to the show, and I'm going to help you make it easier for you. I'm going to help you learn what some of the things that you need to know moving forward. Is it going to make you a, a super investor that you can you know you're going to just make gobs of money? No, it will not. Okay, that kind of knowledge doesn't do that. What it does, is it makes you understand what works in the long haul and why things go down and why they go up. And if I boil it down to just one thing, it's earnings. Stocks go up when the earnings go up. Stocks go down when earnings go down. Problem is, the stock market investors are all made up of people, and people can be wrong. People try to look forward and guess what's going to be but, you know, in general, stocks move up when earnings move up over any time. You don't, if you don't believe me, look at any successful company. Okay, look at Apple. Look at, look at Costco we talked about yesterday. If you bought a, a share of Costco when it went IPO, when they had, what, one store or five stores or whatever it was, you know, it was $10 a share. That same ten dollars a share, that stock is now worth well over hundred thousand dollars. Did earnings go up for Costco? Yes. All these years, earnings go up. That's what you can if you take away anything from what I show, that's what you need to take away. Stocks go up and earnings go up. It's that simple. Now, I'm gonna try to provide you with information on individual stocks and markets and economy and all that stuff. But, you know, for those of you who are new to Invest Talk, I try to provide that information without any bias. I try to be careful about that. Justin and I are very careful about that. We don't have a bias one way or another when it comes to financial uh, analysts and where, where we think stocks are going to go and the information we provide. We don't have a hidden agenda of any kind. We don't. We just want to help you, and we want to tell you and explain to you how difficult it is, you can do it. You can. it you can. You, you know, anybody can do it. They have an interest and they have the time. and it helps if you have the data, but you still can do it even if you don't have the data. but you know, just use a lot of common sense, okay? I'm Steve Peasley and I want to thank you for being with me today on this show. I'm here on the podcast and radio to help you make most of your, the most of your strategy decisions. Okay, that's we want to do the best we can, okay, to make the best decisions going forward. It's always difficult. In the investing situation in today's stock market is very different. It's been in the past couple of decades, because interest rates are rising and they were used we were used to them slowly coming down for decades. Now they're going up. They went up really fast. The federal funds rate is now five percent. A year and a half ago, it was at zero. So that's how fast it's moved, okay? So we have a new reality. You're going to have to, we're going to have to deal with it, okay? So I think we can say, with all honesty, we all can learn more things. You, I can learn things from you. You can learn things from me. There are so many variables out there that affect the market that, you know, it's hard to keep track. That's why it's really important to share information and try to provide you the best information we can. Okay, so these are lessons, really. These invest talk shows are lessons, and lessons that you can apply and apply judiciously. Be very careful. Don't just jump into things. Remember, we got to manage your portfolio stocks. Some people think, "Well, I'll just buy this one stock and that's it. I'll put all my money in." It. Yeah, a lot of people do that. They think that's going to be the winner. That doesn't work over a long haul. It does not work. You want to manage a portfolio of stocks. Okay, so I'm going to lead another lesson today to help you become a successful investor. It's as simple as that. And to do that, I'm going to provide information during the show as well as answer your questions. So you can call me anytime on our toll-free line, 888-99-CHART, 888 We're live right now, 4 to 5 Pacific time, Monday through Friday. But you can call anytime and ask a question, and we will get to your question. We will. Today's focus point looks at a story behind could artificial intelligence, AI, change the way you manage your money? Artificial intelligence is becoming more and more integrated in everyday life, and it's going to continue to do so. So you're going to have to be very aware, be very aware of how and where it is affecting you. The one that scares me is that artificial intelligence is getting so good that it could mimic your voice think about that and intelligently mimic your voice that scares me do you know if you're really talking to a real person or the person you think you're calling I, you know, is it someday you're not going to be able to tell mm. we also have voice bank questions to get to uh uh low contribution limits uh paypal holdings and, you know, of course, live calls come first. So you drive the show with those live calls. Let's go ahead and take one. Let's go to Dan in Walnut Creek. Hi, Dan. Hi, Steve. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much.
3: You're good. Thanks for taking my call today. Hey, um, I've got a question with regards to natural gas stocks. Um, they seem to be going down quite a bit. And I don't know if, if some of this is from the um, regulations at the different um, states are trying to cities and states are trying to put in with regards to, um, you know, natural gas in mm-hmm. new buildings, yeah, like they're trying to do right now in New stuff. York.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so I've got I've got, um, Devon uh, is it Devon D V N Liberty L B R T, in O that how you pronounce it O K E, and I'm not sure if I should hang on to these or what I should do.
2: Well, I think you should. Um, You know, natural gas is a pretty clean energy, and solar power and all those other things are great, but they're nowhere near going to be enough. And natural gas is just going to be more and more important. And we'll be exporting a ton of natural gas in the coming years, especially to Europe, and we all know why, right? Um, Because Europe has been relying on Russia, and that's not been a very good thing for them to do. And I thought it was always foolish that they ever did it. And I mentioned on the air years ago. I said, you know, when they were building out those lines, I was not smart. But natural gas, you got to remember that we are we are the Saudi Arabia of energy. Natural gas, oil, coal. We are the, we have we far out ha, have way more than everybody else in the world, especially natural gas. I think I think it was several hundred years of supply. So we're going to be exporting that all over the world. You know, liquidified natural gas, and I think that you know you just got to be in the right ones, and you got to remember it's a commodity. Commodities, I think, are going to do well for the next few years, but it's going to be volatile. Commodities can be pretty volatile. Um, I'm holding on to mine, uh, but that's one of the reasons why I really, really, really want dividends, so you can you can live through the dry times when the stock goes down. Dan appreciate the call. So yeah, I'd still like natural gas. We're going to take a quick break, everybody. If you're listening via live stream or on AM 1220 in the Bay Area, you can call now. We're live. Or you can call anytime, really. Whenever it comes to your mind. Leave it on Invest Talk Voice Bank. eight 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 ninety nine 99 Chart.
3: When listener questions are played on the Invest Talk Podcast. How do you guys determine a value stock? The caller voices are amplified many thousands of times.
0: Just wanted to get your opinion on J.P. Morgan and BAC.
3: How do you see this? uh, Looking forward I'm 25 years old and have a question
0: about retirement funds.
3: And the unbiased answers from Justin Klein.
0: That's why it's trading so cheap, because there's a lot of regulatory risk. And Steve Beasley.
2: I kind of like it here. If I was going to buy Tyson food, this is where I'd buy it.
3: Steve Peasley is here and ready to take your calls live. Invest 888-99-CHART. Hey, Steve and Justin. I love the show. This is Sal from Bakersfield, California. Just calling to check about Aden Busters, uh, the ticker Simbers Play. Just want to get your thoughts on it. The the price has dropped, you know, pretty dramatically, and... uh, want to see if this is a sort of business that's sustainable during this financial environment. I uh, can't wait to hear.
2: Thank you. Surprising. Try to remember this one lesson, if you could. During recessions, during really hard times in the economy, restaurants and um, vacation spots actually do pretty well. Because people, you know, want to forget about all their misery and they will still eat out and they still will go you know, to Disneyland or wherever. Now they might drive instead of fly, and they might take lesser, uh, ex- lesser expensive vacations, but they still do. So this is Dave and Buster's. Everybody, uh, play P L A Y is a symbol. Operates one hundred and one restaurants featuring casual dining and arcade style gaming in the U.S. Canada. I'm not. I, I don't really care for Dave and Buster's. Why? Because I think arcade gaming, gaming is is something that uh, it's not really, you know, you go there to play the games and, you know, the future is online and playing, you know, with other players around the world and do it for hours on time uh, at a time. And it's getting cheaper and cheaper to do it from your home. And I don't know if that may- is enough for a differentiation item to make Dave and Buster's more and more successful going forward going forward in the future. Now, they make good money, and their earnings are going to go up uh, 15% this year and then another 21% next year. The $38.88, and it's a $35 stock, so that's under 10 PE, but they've been low as two. So I'm a little concerned with that. But sales growth are still growing. Uh, They have a lot of debt, and that worries me. And mutual funds have been slowly selling it off. Good cash flow, $6.33, and really good return on equity, but the debt is very burdensome. That would worry me with Dave and Busters. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. When people take time to leave an Investop podcast review on iTunes, we'd like to thank them for their courtesy by getting to their questions quickly. So Dance a Mix called well, a Disney stock, a Disney, you know, you know, a Disney DIS. Uh, DIS is the symbol. I have been a listener for the past 4 years and have learned a lot from your show. I currently have about 1% of my portfolio in Disney and I'm considering adding more, around 3%. What price do you consider a good good price to increase my position? Okay. Okay, it's $97.45 stock today. It's come way off its high of 180, close to 200 and i think this is a good price right where it is i think uh it bottomed around uh, 85 or so and here it is at 97 um i i, I like this it's going to make $5.43 next year It's a $97 stock uh i think they have very very valuable assets and i don't think i think it's just going to continue to be valuable okay and they don't have that much debt mutual funds are just holding on to it slowly adding it Magno I like it, so I buy it here. I would. I've been listening to. Okay, I'm we're going to take a quick break, but but I, I am here on duty, live. You know, and you can call right now and ask your question live. 99 chart.
3: The stock market is constantly changing, and serious investors know that they need to modify their portfolio assets to fit the times. And now, with more than 50 million downloads, Justin Klein and Steve Peasley reaffirm their commitment to providing unbiased finance and investment guidance here on InvestTalk. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278.
2: 888 Let's talk to Alberto in San Jose. Hi, Alberto. Hello,
3: Steve. Thank you for taking my call. I love your
2: show. Thank you.
3: So I have in my portfolio a uh, uh, stock of First Republic Bank, yep. ticker FRC, uh-huh. prior to the JP Morgan takeover. So I'm wondering what happens to my current stock. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, so the question is, uh, what what has happened to what's going to happen to a st- shareholder who owns First Republic Bank after they were taken over by J.P. Morgan? Um, well, right now the sh- stock shares are selling for thirty-two cents a share after coming down from hundred dollars a share, um, and. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know the details of the deal, of the takeover uh, by uh, by um, J.P. Morgan. Was it J.P. Morgan? It was J.P. Morgan, wasn't it? And uh, yep. the FDIC and J.P. Morgan and J.P. Morgan's arms were twisted to take over the bank. They didn't really want to. But you, the shareholder, okay. you're going to get virtually nothing. I guarantee it. You may get a few... Few pennies for your shares. It depends on how they structured the takeover. In other words, uh, they could have uh, bought the bought this, all the shares for ten cents a share or a dollar share. You know, being forced because it, you, know, it was, you know the company was bankrupt It's going to go out. You're going to get zero. So I don't know all of the deals, the details of the deal, but you'll virtually get nothing. So don't expect anything. Just not going to happen. But the, apparently the stock is still. Let's see. Let me check today. It's still one of still, still trade. Yeah, it's still trading. It's still trading. What I would do is I just hold on to it because maybe I'll get maybe I'll get more than thirty two cents. <laughs> you know, because they're going to make an offer whenever a company takes over another company. Uh, it, it's an you know the shareholders get the vote on it, but when it's bankrupt and it's being pushed by a government body like FDIC or the treasury department or the federal reserve you know you're stuck getting whatever you get and usually it's nothing alberto very little sorry about that anyways frcb is the symbol everybody my focus the point today it looks at the story behind the question could ai artificial intelligence change the way you manage your money now understanding your money is pretty essential. In, even with AI, artificial intelligence, you're still going to have to learn how, what's going on. You know uh, But there's going to be some really good benefits with uh, artificial intelligence and in baking, and it's going to be some problems. Um, but AI is going to be with us for everything, everybody. There, it's just getting more and more and more prevalent. And one of the ways AI is expanding is personal financing. They can, you know, they can offer more targeted and specific support for financial planning, for example, or managing money. It could be done by a computer, even though so far that hasn't worked out so well. But it also probably can help most people, artificial intelligence, understand what's going on with their money. Now, the problem with that is becoming over reliant on what the artificial intelligence is doing. Do you th- the artificial intelligence is only as good as the programming, okay? It's only that good. And you gotta rem- think about all the data that's gonna be out in the, the metaverse, all your personal data. And right now, huh, it gets stolen re- routinely that you've, you've read the articles, seen the, 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 uh, the news. All our personal data is everywhere and gets stolen all the time. Do you think artificial intelligence is going to make that problem worse or better? I think it's going to make it worse. Plus, depending on who who's you know, who's pushing what companies pushing artificial intelligence, you think they're out just to help you? They're out to, to, to make money on this, and that not necessarily is in your best interests. And as I said before, the big worry I have is that, you know, artificial intelligence not gonna mimic individual people's voices. So you're going to get a call from a money manager that you know, and it's not him, it's somebody uh, that, it's an artificial, it's some hacker using artificial intelligence to mimic somebody's voice or your own in your own business. Yeah. Uh, I, I worry about it a lot. Uh, but I don't think I, I'm gonna, I don't think I'll be around for the real boom 10, 20, 30 years from now. I mean but I think everybody's got to be concerned with artificial intelligence. All, all I suggest is you make sure you understand what's going on. Don't just give it here. You take care of it. it's like today and today you don't just give your money to a money manager and say hey, you take care of it. unless it's your, your son or daughter that's managing, you can trust them you know 100%. You got to learn what's going on. You want to know what's going on. Now, here's a programming note: Justin is on vacation, and I will I will be unavailable tomorrow. So we have a fresh, best of caller questions compilation program for tomorrow on the podcast. You may find it helpful, you know, because you know the pace is a bit quicker, so you learn more things. You typically hear more questions and answers in a shorter period of time. It's all free too. Everything's free. Okay, Todd from Wisconsin, hang on there. You'll be next. I'm Steve Peasley, and you listen to Invest Talk 888 99 Chart.
0: Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com slash today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
3: You're building your financial future, but you must have finance and investment questions. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley are ready to provide their unbiased answers. So don't forget to call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART.
2: 888-992-4278. Let's go to Todd in Wisconsin. Hi, Todd.
3: Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you. I'm just wondering about Huntington Bank shares, ticker H-B-A-N. i I've had the stock for quite some time and it's pulled down near my cost basis uh, still about five percent of my portfolio. Just wondering what you think for the long term given the recent uh, turbulence in the financial markets. Thank you.
2: well I don't know if you've been listening but last week uh, or the week before I've been I started telling everybody try to stay away from bank stocks because you know we're not done with our banking crisis. And what we're seeing now is the second wave. Um, and there's a couple of more banks that we halted to today. And I don't think we're done. I think it's, you know, the Federal Reserve, the federal government, the FDIC, they're all going to try to step in and save it, and they will. They will eventually save this whole industry. So if your outlook is long-term, you probably can hold on to it because Huntington Bank Shares, HBAN, is a really good company. Holding company for Huntington National Bank, operating via uh, 1,092 offices and kind of all in the Midwest. It's a 13.5 billion dollar company, so it's pretty big. Uh, if it survives, it'll do fine. It's a nine dollars stock. Going to make a dollar 36 next year. Made a dollar 43 this year. That's the estimate. Uh, sales are still growing, and it really will depend on how much long-term debt and what's the balance sheet look like and this is why I've been suggesting to everybody stay away from banks because we don't really know see they these banks are forced to carry treasuries US government treasuries because they're safe but they're not so safe when interest rates rise and they have too much long term treasury so how do you, how do they how do they protect themselves well one way would be using derivatives well banks are restricted in many ways from using derivatives to to hedge off the risks because derivatives was the last cause of the last banking crisis. So, so, so here they're having a banking crisis because they're doing what they're supposed to do and be conservative and buy you know, long-term treasuries. And the value of those treasuries is shot straight down because they rose the, because the Federal Reserve raised their interest rates so dramatically, you know, killing their balance sheet. So now it's, gosh, which banks are exposed to what? You know, do they have a lot of commercial commercial uh, property loans? Well, the commercial properties is, is doing very poorly because of state working at home and COVID. So man, you got so many problems with them. I kind of want I want to stay away from them. now. Huntington mean, Bank pays a six point six percent dividend at this price. That's great, man. It's just uh, I don't own any banks right now. I don't want to hold them for a while. I'm staying away from. them. Other financial institutions, I, I might like insurance companies and other things, but not banks. But if for Huntington, what you want to know is how much of their business is commercial lending, okay? And how much of that money, how much of that it might not survive because you know people, uh, the commercial office buildings can't get. Customers anymore, and they're getting empty, and can they pay their mortgage? It's simple as that. How much is it? Huh? I, I'm much more comfortable if it's individuals like you, know, you me, and, and you know, individual mortgages because I think they're, they're actually safer at this point. Just my, just what I think. Okay, uh, the banks that had trouble today: PacWest West and Western Alliance. Both of them went down sixty percent before they were halted trading. These are regional banks, All most of the regional bank, the regional bank index, KBW, had a hard time today. So at one point this morning, it was down 16%. Okay? And there's another bank, First Horizon, down 38% today. So I'm not, I'd stay away from banks. That's what I can say in general for the time being. Unless it's huge, like, you know, Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan and Bank of America, those kinds you don't have to worry about because the government's not going to let them go under if they even had a possibility of that. Investors and other experts expect the next move by the Fed will be down, not up, meaning lowering the interest rates, not raising interest rates. Why do they expect that? Because they think the economy is going to have a hard time. So far, the economic numbers look really good. They don't think the economy is going to crash or tank. They think it's going to get soft, and we're going into a tech. we'll, we'll probably these are. I'm talking about the experts, and I kind of agree with this. I've been in saying this for a while that we're going to have a recession. It's just not going to be a really bad or deep recession. It doesn't look like that's what we're going to be dealing with. But it's going to be, you know double tree Capital, uh, double line Capital's Jeffrey Gundrich, he thinks we are going to have it. There, there's a lot of experts who are predicting that recession. Okay, so uh, I think Powell, you know, who the Federal Reserve, even acknowledged in his, if you listen to his speech real carefully, he said there's going to be a slowdown in banking lending. It is one that is in the prog- process right now. And it's going to continue. Okay. Did you see that the two-year treasuries hit a 22-year high in yield today? 22 years. See, this? this we're having some massive changes, massive uh, economic turmoil that we as investors are trying to deal with. It's very, very difficult. Okay? Let's get back to Invest Voice Bank for a question that came in earlier. 88899chart Long Island low contribution limits. Hello Justin and Steve. First
3: of all, love the podcast. My name is Andy from Long Island and I was wondering if you had any insight as to why the government puts such a low contribution limit on simple IRAs at 17,000 a year or 13.5 for someone under 50 years old, as
2: opposed to a 401k, 403b, and so on. I'll be listening. Thank you. How about because we have not very good legislatures, <laughs> you know, why wouldn't they make it the same? This Now, this is simple IRA. Okay, everybody, that's a title of a type of IRA. He's not just saying IRA, and they're simple. No, it's a simple IRA, which is a little bit different. It's not very well-known and not very... Uh, not used that often, but they say, "Well, why is which is you know used many times for self-employed people simple IRAs. He Says, "Why isn't the limits that I can contribute to my simple IRA why aren't the same as a four hundred one k?" Or an individual 401k, which is different than a 401k for a company. There are individual 401 So why are the limits different? And they really shouldn't. There's no common sense as to why they would, other than we have a lazy, lazy legislature who didn't you know, make it the same. Why not make it the same? It makes it easier for everybody all around. But no, we don't want to make it too easy. We want to make it complex. That's the only reason I can give you, because there's really no... Valid reason. There really is no reason it, it should be different. Okay. Well, Justin Klein, I have been telling you for a while now that we are in a new market environment. Cycles and are are natural. The economic cycles, stock markets, that it happen. It's been going on for decades and decades and decades, and ever since the market ex- existed. So you were going to have to get rid of that. But serious investors understand they need to be able to adjust. They're thinking, just like we've been talking about banks, you got to adjust your thinking and strategy. It doesn't mean you get out of everything or even get out of all your banks. You shouldn't have that many in the first place because you need a balanced portfolio. And that's what most people get in trouble. They put too much in one thing. But, you know, maybe that's why you need a money manager like us. I mean, I'm not yeah, – I'm. We do the show to, to get more business, but I'm just saying, if it's not us, maybe you need some help from somebody, a profession, to help manage your portfolio, to understand these things. Make sure you get somebody you can trust and somebody who understands not just the stock market, but also the economy. Okay? Now, with that said, only you can decide. Okay? It's your money. Just and I are here and ready to advise you as best we can. When you ask us, we will tell you. We will advise you. We will give you help. We'll do it for free. You know, and without any commitment, without any expectations, if you just want some answers and some help, we'll answer questions. That's what we do all day long. So maybe it's worth a look um, um, at what we can do. I would hope that you would at least give us the opportunity to, to help you. Um, but, you know, I don't you know i want to we we really do want to help you no matter what because this is a complex world of f- financial management okay money management. it's complex you know our firm is in uh, orange county california between san diego and la county that's where we are physically okay uh and i'll remind you that we here uh, at kpp financial and Vestalk kpp financial uh, operate on a philosophy of independent thinking and shared success. And how we implement that is we, we provide unbiased guidance. We also practice parallel investing, meaning we buy the same things for ourselves we do for our clients at the same price at the same time. So we're on the same side of the table as you are when we're managing money. I, my, all my money is right there along with you. Okay, We want to be. I want to be. So I want to own certain things or not own certain things. Well, we all own that or don't own it. Now, we have five different programs which are based on risks from very low risk to very high risk. And, you know, no matter what, everybody, if you own stocks, even if you own the most conservative stocks out there, that still is risky. It's very risky. Owning stocks is risky. The SEC defines it a risky no matter how blue-chip they are. So, you know, how do you hedge off risk? Well, you can buy different asset classes like bonds or precious metals or real estate. You know, that's how you hedge off risk. There's other ways to do it, too. You can use, you know, as I was mentioned with the banker, you know, the banks, you can use derivatives. Problem is it starts getting more and more and more complex. You know, so it, it's that way. And we can help you with all that. We can. We want to help you. Let us help you. Even if you don't want to become a client, that's okay. And the sooner you contact us, the sooner we can help you. So give us a call at our office in Irvine, California, or send us an email. Go to our website. Send us an email. We want to help. We will help you. This is InvestTalk, everybody. We have now surpassed 52 million downloads, and that is you helping us, and we appreciate it. Justin and I want to thank you for that. Next up, I'll tackle, tackle another caller question, so just hang on. In
1: today's world, a variety of factors are affecting the stock markets. Serious investors know building a secure financial future requires hard work and determination. That's why now, more than ever, when it comes to the planning, execution, and maintenance of your portfolio, you need InvestTalk. InvestTalk is a free download, 24-7, rain or shine. The InvestTalk listener line is open and waiting for your questions. Eight 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 ninety nine chart
3: Hey, everyone. Dan from New York. Just love what you guys are doing with the show. Had a quick question regarding SoFi. Uh, wondering if it's maybe approaching a bottom. I know, you know, don't really try to catch a falling knife, but wondering with student loans coming back on in June, what the odds are of that, and then, you know, SoFi is going to be a more viable business. And secondary question, if you guys can get to it, but... I know that you guys are saying that inflation is going to stay high. So, you know, if gold is going to be a decent trade, would it be continuing to be a trade for the coming years just because of that high inflation for longer? Thank you so much for all that you guys do on the show. Really appreciate it for listening for the past five, six years. Thanks.
2: Bye. Okay, let me answer the second question. First, we think relatively inflation is going to stay high. In other words, you know the Fed. Even Powell mentioned just re- yesterday that their target of inflation is two percent. We think it's not going to go there for back there for years. But it probably go to four, come down to four. Remember, it was six and a half, seven. Now it's you know it's coming down, but that means it's going to be relatively high. And the reason why gold might perform is because we're going to have relatively high inflation, but also, and more importantly, is the value of the dollar. Now, as we keep borrowing money, and when I say we, I mean the United States, um, as we keep going more and more and more in debt, more and more and more, more, people and investors will start looking at gold as an opportunity to hedge off that risk of a falling dollar. Now, the dollar has been rising for last year and the year before, and that hinders gold. Well, now the dollar is weakening. That helps gold. So there's a couple reasons why having some gold positions in your portfolio might be wise. That's because the dollar is weakening, and when the debt is really high, and inflation's probably not going to go back to 2% for a long time. That's, that's the thinking. Okay, now Sofi Technologies, a four and a half billion dollar company, operates as a fintech company that enables customers to meet financial independence to realize their ambitions. Um, I don't care for it. It probably is at a bottom, but they're not going to make money this year. They have never made money. They're may not making. They're going to lose three cents a share next year. They're going to lose nineteen cents a share this year. They are growing their sales, and of course, they could turn that around. But I don't like the buy. The net cash flow is negative eighteen cents. They have, you know, a, a goodly amount of debt, and I don't. I don't like companies that don't make money. I do not buy companies that don't make money. Okay, do not buy companies that don't make money. Can you make, uh, you know, buy? It's four dollars and eighty nine cents. Can you make a killing? Some of these companies that don't make money, yes, but that's a very high risk taking. Remember, this stock got as high as twenty eight dollars a share in two thousand twenty one when it lost a dollar a share. So it's, it's it's just too risky for me. I, I would not buy it. It's not in my sphere of things I want to buy. This is InvestTalk. I'm Steve Peas, and we have one goal here, everybody, to help you achieve financial freedom. And, of course, our work will continue right after this break, as it does every day at this time. So get your questions to me right now, 888-99-CHART.
3: Invest Talk is all about above average investing for the average investor. And the question is during a market downturn, do dividends stay fairly steady? Um,
1: I wanted to see if you thought that that was a safer place to park the money for a long term. Just kind of wondering if this stock is a value trap. What's your question? You're the best person to ask it. 888 99Chart.
3: Each day, Invest Talk listeners submit their finance and investment questions via phone or email. Would you like your question to be put near the top of the list? Just take a minute or two to leave a review and rating for Invest Talk at iTunes. And be sure to include a brief question with your iTunes review comments. Uh, Stephen, Justin, uh, Jeff, Cohen in from Dallas. Wanted to see if you could take a
1: look at PayPal, PYPL. Feels like this should be a good time to pick it up, but not sure if you guys think if uh, it could go any well. Or, thanks.
2: Well, I like this price. I like it a lot, right, where it is. PayPal, P-Y-P-L, provides digital mobile payments on behalf of consumers and merchants worldwide. And the most, you know, you've used PayPal, many of you use it, maybe you don't know you're using it, because they own Venmo. Um, I I like their expansion in Europe. I, I like the where the price is. They're going to make... $4.89 this year, uh, that's the estimate. They made 4 4- 13 last year. Next year, they're going to make $5.65 a share next year. Well, that puts the PE at 13. And the five year range of their PE is 16 to 79. So it's going to be the lowest PE they've had in five years. We're trying to equity, is very good at 23%. They don't pay a dividend. It's an eighty-one billion-dollar company, and that's the one thing I don't like. They should be paying a dividend. Sales growth has, you know, in the last year been seven to eleven percent per quarter, and they were at uh, almost three hundred dollars a share. Well, they were over three hundred dollars a share a couple of years ago, two thousand twenty-one. Today they're at seventy-one eighty-one. I and it's been at this low level and finding support here. In the high 60s, low 70s, for some time. So I think I think I want to own it at this price. Could it go lower? Of course it could. I mean, uh, they don't have a lot of debt. Management owns one percent. Mutual funds are just holding on, not really adding. But the companies only own 38 percent of the companies owned by mutual funds. So there's room for them to buy more if they wanted to. So unless their business model is going to be failing in the future, this was like a bargain to me, a real deep bargain to me. So I like PayPal, everybody. Okay, lithium maker. You know what lithium is, right? That's the stuff that makes batteries for the new EV vehicles, the electric vehicles, the batteries that they run on. You need lithium. So it's a really growing real fast. Well, lithium maker Albemarle. Uh, crushed earnings today, just crushed it, okay? Uh, When I say crushed it, they they earned like $10.32 a quarter for the first quarter, and the the expectation was for $7. So almost a 50% beat on the earnings. Sales rose 129% year over year. Earnings are up 334% year over year, and the stock went down today. This is how difficult managing a portfolio stuff. Why would this all go down? Well, because the guidance by the CEO was a little disappointing. And one of the things you have to look at, lithium as a commodity, you got to look at the lithium prices and how it's going to affect the company. I mean, I'll give you for instance. Lithium prices in November of last year were $90,000 a ton for lithium. In January, okay, a couple months later, it was seventy-five thousand dollars a ton. How much is it today? Twenty-five thousand dollars a ton. That's why the guidance was lower? So it's even though you know you would read the articles and see how much money they made per share and it blew out their earnings, the stock still went down. It, it, this is why you have to learn how the stock market works. It's, it's a little bit more difficult than just looking at the top-line numbers and the current reports. It's not that simple. You have to look forward. What about next quarter and the quarter after? What about next year? Now, I happen to think lithium is going to be around for a long time, and the growth in that industry is going to be huge. Okay? So maybe, maybe this problem what they're having with the... Uh, you know, estimates or the growth prospects the next quarter, maybe that's a short-term problem. Maybe you need to look for a place to buy these types of companies. I'm not trying to recommend this company. I'm not. Just saying that it, managing money is not as simple as just looking at the numbers. Okay? I'm Steve Peasley and this completes another investor program. Justin Klein and I thank you for listening and we encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our free podcast downloads. You get your downloads anytime on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. And please be sure to review and rate us if you download on iTunes. We would appreciate that. And remember to follow us on InvestTalk on social media, Invest Talk with two Ts. Tomorrow we'll be posting a new best of caller question podcast. More questions at a faster pace. I think you'll enjoy it. Independent thinking and shared success, this is Invest Talk. Good night everybody.